Hello everyone and welcome back to Cinema Gems and as always I'm your host the Admirable Admiral and as always we're in a video store somewhere in your hometown so come on just yes video stores still exist and of course this is not the easy listening station of Cinema Gems this is the very hardcore movie review of Space Jam 2 colon the new legacy and of course in the video store as always technically the new hindrance of the video store is the uh, Butt Maestro's Annex Hello everyone and welcome back to Cinema Gems. We're another podcast that mostly talks about movies and sometimes TV shows and I'm kidding. We're not we're not uh what is it? Easy Pugget? listening. We're not easy listening. We're not at 89.9. Although shout out to Public Radio. You guys are amazing and doing a public service. But we're not doing that. We're not a public service. We're a bunch of angry nerds with a microphone and we're here to talk about an overly nostalgic movie. Fucking Space Jam a New Legacy. Holy crap. Uh, we also have a friend in the video store that you've heard a lot from over the last few weeks. Um, spoiler alert for a movie that, you know, you maybe should or shouldn't watch. We'll get to that later. Uh, this movie has a lot to do with AI. I'm convinced this movie is basically a documentary, but we'll get to that in a little <laughs> bit. We'll get to that in a little bit. Because this movie has a lot to do with AI and its impact on uh, the internet and the world, we have our own resident AI in the studio with us. Hi, GLaDOS. Hi, Hello. Uh, Do you have the numbers for? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm crunching. I'm thinking. Currently I'm, calculating. I'm doing. I'm tabulating. I mean, okay. Well, I we'll, think, we'll, is it okay if we start reviewing then? Uh, you can you can start reviewing. Uh, All right. We're we're gonna start talking about this movie so, while Gladys is still running. So 1996 uh, simulations. Yes. 1996. Was the first one. Yes. No, 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 no. When it when it first showed with LeBron playing his Game Boy, and then he throws the classic Game Boy. In the trash. Uh, the okay. trash. In the trash. In the trash. In the trash. Who's, who's that YouTuber? Did you, uh, what's her name? Nerdy Crafter. Uh, yeah. she, shout out to Nerdy Crafter. I uh, see. I just thought of awesome. the trash heap from that's Fraggle Rock. True. That's also yes. That's what I thought. But yeah, no, he throws a classic Game Boy in the trash, which also made me very angry. I, I literally, with with Patron and Mr. and Mrs. Futhark, was like, what are you doing? The classic Game Boy playing... A Looney Tunes game, which I'm not sure is the actual... It's Bugs Bunny uh, Birthday Blowout. It's the first one. Okay, cool. That's an actual game. That yep. checks out. Uh, so he cost... He, he he lost the game because he was more focused on his video game than the actual <laughs> real ge life game. So his coach is basically like, you, you, you the, the game has to be up here. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh. The coach who, I definitely recognize this actor. I'm pretty sure he was the boyfriend without superpowers in the first season of Heroes. Oh, wow. I thought you were going to go my super ex-girlfriend. I was going to be like, that's oh, no, a pull, but okay. No, super ex-girlfriend is uh, Luke Wilson. No, the. Isn't it? No, I thought you meant like the current boyfriend of the person. Oh, I don't know. No, I know, but that that's why my brain went. I was like, oh, it's a pull? Not the person. That... So he's the. Anyway. He's from Heroes. Yes. Oh, okay. He's been in a bunch of other shit. I know him as, he gets as her, the, the boyfriend in Heroes. He, what's his actual name? I don't know. I'm looking oh. for it. Give me so, a sec. So the coach gives him a really phenomenal speech, and I really like that. But he can also differentiate between game and free time. Yes. But it's LeBron James, so he puts his all in everything. So he throws the classic Game Boy in the trash. Basically what we're saying is the first 30 minutes of this movie are an exact copy-paste of the first 30 minutes of the first Space Jam movie. Yep. They are, at least <laughs> to an extent, copying the exact formula. Except, where it starts to diverge a little bit, is they take the angle uh, uh, that they kind of set up but abandoned in the first Space Jam, where Michael Jackson is doing baseball, and he doesn't like it. He'd rather be doing basketball, but he's not going to say that. Uh, his son... Is you know he's Michael Michael Jordan's making his son do baseball, but his son also wants to be playing basketball, and that's supposed to be a like a mirror of like, hey, I don't want to do this. I know you don't want to do this. Come on, let's be real with ourselves. They took that angle and morphed it into a dad not listening to their kid video games thing, and and LeBron's secret hatred for video games. I, I'm. Uh, <sighs> Tell me if I'm right or am I wrong. It's not just a secret hatred of video games. It's a secret hatred of anything other than basketball. He he is so hyper-focused on basketball that he's being a bad dad. 
which I don't fully buy about LeBron James. I like to think he's at least a decent dad who who understands, like, hey, my kid don't want to do basketball. He's a passion for something else. Cool. I want you to pursue that passion the same way I would pursue basketball. Yeah. I mean, I just wish he would have, like, actually listened and communicated better, but that's... That's setting up the very easy character arc of this movie. So, while this is going on, they're quote-unquote outside, but you can definitely see the green screen technology. Yes. And I love the uh, juxtaposition of the word ball, because it's voice activated. Yes. (laughs) And I love that. I love that machine, actually. (laughs) I would be like, DVD. Just give me a random DVD, and I'm like, sweet. I'm going to watch this. You want a, a no, computer no, no. to want be voice activated to sleep? No, it'd be DVD case. DVD case. That's not much better. I'd be like, have you been hit in the head with the corner of a DVD I used case to work at, at a DVD store. Yes. You've been actually, yeah, no, that that's yes. out. I can definitely confirm that Admiral has been hit in the head at least once with several traumatic. <laughs> this is your casual reminder from your friendly neighborhood AI. Don't trust commercial AI. DVD. Yeah. 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 Okay. So. Um. So basically, he shows his son. <coughs> Who's his son? What's his son's name? Working on it. Um. Dom. Dom. Yes. So he shows. Dom shows his dad, LeBron. Basically, hey, this is how I want my video game, blah, blah, blah. And it looks kind of like a Switch. It's on a Switch. Yeah, it looks like a PS Vita yeah. kind of thing. It's very, it's a cool game. It's, it's re- incredible. It's like, an amazing game. I think it's really great. But I just why, don't why think... Why couldn't this have been the whole movie of this kid trying to make a video game and then an AI corrupting his game and his dad being like, yo, let me help you beat this AI, from the get-go, instead of there being this stupid misunderstanding and disconnect of... We'll get to that. Okay, so then Mm. they go to Warner Brothers, uh, and I love how the AI... before they go to Warner Brothers. Okay. Before they go to Warner Brothers, uh, Dom is testing out the game with his dad right next to him. Right. And it glitches. And his game breaks. A very specific sequence of moves that is modeled apparently after a very fundamental basic thing that LeBron does breaks the game completely. In a way that I've never seen a program or, or game break before. It's weird, and this is clearly written by people who have not coded anything. Can I get a backup from my AI here? Well, what do you think about this? Um, crashes happen. I mean, he 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 said uh, Dom states that it's pretty much in you know almost done. He's just you know adding a couple things here and there, and he's live streaming. Yeah. So if you're live streaming, you know you're either playing against the computer itself or somebody you trust with the dev copy of the game right. to play online with to stream. If there was a glitch discovered, it's even if it did quote, delete his character within that one file or copy of the game, the character information is still stored separately where you build the characters. That's not running in the game engine. Those error messages you see on the side that look like Windows 95 error messages are not what you see. Your code is never going to tell you what's wrong with it. Never. Your code is never going to tell you what's wrong with it, yeah, and your code is never right. going to tell you what's right with it. There, there are two processes of thought when coding. It's, oh my god, I have no idea why this isn't working. And it's, oh my god, this is working, and I don't know why. <laughs> that is what happens when yep. you code. It's, I do not it's advise. trial and error. It's not fun. No, no good times. Um... <clears throat> That being said, that's, anyway. that's, yeah, that's just not how video games and perhaps this development engines work. Yeah. Moving on. Moving Warner on. Brothers. Yes, they're at the uh, Warner Brothers lot and, and LeBron is being pitched. By, by Don a, Cheadle. Yeah, by Don Cheadle. The AI Algo, Algi Rhythm. Algi Rhythm. Yes. And he basically talks about, basically, I feel like it was a... What do you think about Don Cheadle being cast in this? I think he's fucking perfect in the role. He is. I just I think wish he hams it the fuck up. I wish. I wish. Uh, what's the light bulb character? 
Um, I I kept calling him Jiminy, but its name is not Jiminy. I wish he was in it more. Yeah, but I do love because I, I, like I love him. their banter. Oh, yeah. I love oh, yeah. their banter. Yeah. Um, which is basically HBO Max. Yes. They're pitching HBO Max to LeBron James in a universe that HBO Max doesn't exist, and they can't call it HBO Max. Okay. So here's where I'm gonna get into my whole crazy conspiracy. Everyone, put your tinfoil hats on. Um, I'm this movie putting, is a documentary. I'm putting the tinfoil hat right here. This this movie is a documentary. Putting tinfoil hat right. Because here. what they're suggesting is an AI creating its own language separate from English to talk to itself in a more efficient way. This has actually happened. Gladys, I need war to- games. Uh, no. Well, kind of, sort of, but in real life. Um, I, I don't know the actual name of the software that happened, but I do know of an instance where software engineers had to shut down an AI because the AI got so smart that it invented its own language, considered English to be obsolete, and was communicating with itself in a language we, they programmers could not follow. I'm putting a tinfoil hat so on! Shut it down. The second I saw this algae rhythm talking to this little spark, adorable little animated creature, and it's speaking in these jibbers and jabbers, and we can't understand it, but algae rhythm can, I froze. Because, yes, this has happened. There have been um, artificial intelligence that's just running, you know, doing what the humans say to do, and when the humans start asking for responses, it starts giving it feedback and something that humans don't understand because it's teaching itself how to be more efficient. Yeah. And English is a very inefficient language. Yes, it is. So the second it started communicating in something other than English, it had already learned that English was obsolete. It yeah. was inefficient. What? Skynet. Yeah, I was literally, uh-huh. when, when an Skynet. AI starts to invent its own language to communicate with itself and other AIs in a more efficient way that we can't understand, you're 10 seconds away from Skynet. For real. 10 so seconds. So this movie, I'm convinced, is a documentary on something that WE, uh, WB tried and pulled the plug on when they realized, oh shit, we made it too smart. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's my crazy conspiracy theory about this movie. Can I put my tinfoil hat on? Please. Okay. Moving on. So basically, um, Algae Rhythm goes, hey, uh, so we're going to get you to come here. And so basically scans them into the computer. Him and his son. uh, His, I guess, manager slash cousin or friend? Yeah. Is. Uh, Yeah. Manager posse. Is. He's his uh, posse. He's like, oh, you go ahead and talk to, to Dom. I'm going to go ahead and talk to the execs, blah, blah, blah. So he kind of talks to the execs, loses LeBron and Dom. They get, like, dematerialized and rematerialized into cyberspace. And basically, LeBron has to play algae rhythm in a basketball game yes. against characters that LeBron His picks. We don't know that person. Yeah. We don't well, know that, that part of the game. Right. So he goes, okay. So I love that they send him to. Loserville, which is Toon World. World. And Population one. And to be honest with you, from this point on, should have been the movie. Best part of the movie. It's the best part of the movie. The next 30, 30 minutes, you were absolutely right when you told the me. The best part of the movie. It's it. like 15 to 20 minutes. When when LeBron is anime, I'm not saying LeBron is a bad actor. He's not a classical trained actor. He didn't go to school for acting. He went to school for playing basketball. Did he go to school for acting? Watch it. Uh, I don't think oh. so, but he has a fair amount of, look, he has more acting experience than I do because he's been in how many commercials right. and things like that. But I mean, he's he more has of a, more on-screen acting experience than I do, both so of I us got no to really talk. But yeah. But, um, he, but he's more of a basketball player? He's clearly trying. The weaknesses exactly. in his uh, points of this movie, I don't think are with his acting. I think they could have been strengthened with better dialogue, with better character development, that just didn't feel out of place for him. I think they're trying to make him play a fictionalized version of himself instead of letting him be himself. I think that was the main strength of the first movie is they were letting Michael Jordan just be himself. But I I will agree with you on that. When he's animated, it boosts the movie up tenfold. 100%. 100%. And it's when he's 2D animated. He's a better voice actor than he is a... He's 2D animated. 
I love yeah. that his 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 beard is on the top of his head, and he has yeah, to flip he has it. to flip it. The, yeah, the next thirty minutes of this movie, his adventures through all the different worlds, which is basically just an HBO Max ad. Um, here, I'm gonna go on another small tangent. I'm gonna try to keep this short. You're this good? movie is in so many ways borderline identical to the first movie, in that it is throwing <laughs> nostalgia at you at rapid fire. Except the difference between 1990s doing this and 2020s doing this is now it just comes across as blatant advertisement. Just like throwing ads at you with no real substance. It's just that here's what I got. I got Game of Thrones. We got DC. We got Batman. We got all, we got Harry Potter. Look at all the shiny toys we have. Come pay 14 bucks a month and play with all our shiny toys. Um, but are you upset that LeBron James is a Hufflepuff? Not at all. <laughs> Literally not at all. I gladly accept King LeBron James as in, into my amazing Hufflepuff house. Technically he would be older than you, so you would be in his house. You know what? I'm just I'm I'm flattered we're in the same house. I'm actually flattered. So by so that. Patron Patron was falling asleep while we're watching this, and she woke up for this part, and she's like, "Yay!" Yay. And then immediately went. Sounds about right. Um. Uh. So so Bugs Bunny goes, "Hey, we gotta go pick friends. I'll I'll get you off this thing. You know, we'll go do it." Yeah. So I love that. <laughs> I love that he claims. It for, um, for Toon World, and I love that Marvin the Martian comes out of fucking nowhere. He knew that yeah. would happen. That was the whole. <laughs> no, I know, but that's the, that, I love that. That's the bit, and which is by the way one of my favorite characters from Looney Tunes. Absolutely, hands down, hands down. <laughs> Where was the kaboom? There was supposed to be an earth-shattering kaboom. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, Marvin the Martian was one of the first voices I learned to do by accident. Uh, yeah, I love that voice. And then I love how uh, they basically take control, they take the ship, and I love that LeBron's like, okay, cool, whiteboard, we're going to get Superman, we're going to get Iron Giant, and he's going to talk about because he's Superman. I was like, whoa, did somebody let LeBron just rant for a second? Because that's pretty, like, that to me, I was like, I can believe LeBron James would say that. Um. So I think, first off, I'm, I'm going to rewind just a little bit, because I think you missed one very important thing in this movie that almost made me really love this movie which is bugs being like depressed yep. like bugs buddy is full-on just depressed and missing all of his friends he's sad i don't know if we've ever really seen bugs bunny in any emotional state other than on top of the damn world see, see, before but, this but the and only now he's on a deserted planet by himself Trying to recreate all of his friends' adventure. This is sad. This almost made me cry. And then we got back into the uh, product. I totally, I totally agree with you, but I don't think, char- characteristically wise, that his friends should have left him or, like, could I have. I think left there him. would have been at least one or two of the Looney yeah. Tunes who would have stuck around. There were, I, I feel I, like there have been one or two Tweety that would have left. Would have stuck around. I think Taz might have stuck around. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think it would have been more character fitting of the Looney Tunes in general for the more vapid of those characters mm-hmm. uh, to leave and go do shiny stuff like no. Yosemite Sam and Daffy yeah. Duck. Uh, okay, yeah. so Honest, uh, yeah, so we go so, off and we start we start finding everything and we get a Star Trek reference. I love that. <laughs> I absolutely. Did love you notice the ship? I just I love this because the voice actor who was doing this and I was thrown off because it's not Billy West it's Jeff Bergman who is also a phenomenal voice actor who mostly specializes look for this movie for the Looney Tunes they got all the actors who have basically been the regular Looney Tunes actors for all the different Looney Tunes animated series recently uh, Jeff Bergman Eric Bauza, uh, they got Gabriel Iglesias as Peter Gonzalez which I kind of fucking love. Um, by the way, they totally got Rosario Dawson as Wonder Woman later. Wait. Rosario she... Dawson, in the, in the comic book part where they're getting Lola Bunny, yeah. that's Rosario Dawson. Oh, I figured, because it wasn't, Woman. it wasn't, uh, Gal Gadot. That wasn't Gal Gadot. Um. Which yeah. I'm kind of surprised that they didn't try and keep. It's I, I the DC give, universe. 
I gotta give voice acting props to Jeff Bergman on this because in this scene that you're talking about, where he's making the big Star Trek reference, mm -hmm. he is paying homage to the king of uh, the the father of voice actors, Mel Blanc, um, who was famous for the ability to, while playing the voice of one character, imitate another one of his characters as that first character. Yeah. Which is a trick that only Mel Blanc could do up to a certain point. And, and that's like the bar of, this is the true test of how fucking good a voice actor are you. For this actor to be playing Bugs Bunny imitating Shatner is fucking phenomenal. So the flex there, I was just like, wow, this movie just went from 0 to 100 real quick. <laughs> if it, So this to me was, I didn't know if it was Billy West or not until this point. And then when I didn't hear Zat Brannigan come out, yeah. I was like, it's not Billy West. Yeah. Um, that was kind of my giveaway, too. But did you notice the call sign of the ship? The A113. Yeah. Which is yeah. not an exclusive Pixar Easter egg. It's, it's actually, Cal Arts. Yes, Cal Arts. It's one of the first animation classrooms. It's animation yep. A113. It's a classroom, so it's not just Pixar ties. And that's why I wanted to specify that it's not Disney owned. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we go to, um, okay, we go, to, we go to Harry Potter World. He finds, well, they fly by Harry Potter World, finds out he's a Hufflepuff. I did love the sequence. Even though in the back of my mind, there's a clear, this is all just an, a look at all the things we have on HBO Max ad. I still loved this life through sequence. Ca except, Casablanca. Except. I never want to see naked Sylvester again. <laughs> oh, yeah, no thanks. Never. Yeah, no, that made me... It's never. It's it was perfect I, casting. No. It was perfect no. casting. That made me... Look, Elmer Fudd is docked as mini-me? Absolutely. 100%. We, we called that before the door. What about Five Horn Leghorn as, as Daenerys? I say, I, I say, that. I say, winter is coming. I, I do. First off, good job on that voice. That's pretty good. Well, um, I have I have family members that that's how they talk. Oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, no, the the only like alternate universe casting that I was like, oh God, no, yeah, like you said, naked Sylvester was no thanks. I never uh, want to see that again. Technically, he was hairless. He's not naked. Naked Sylvester, no, thank you. Okay, before we go any further, I want to tell you a story. So you're oh, aware of. The Honorable Tesla's favorite blanket being the Game of Thrones blanket. Yes. He loves the Game of Thrones themes. He will watch the Game of Thrones. He's only watched two things in his entire life. He loves The Breakfast Club, and he loves the opening sequence to Game of Thrones. So when I pulled down the blanket at the old video store and I was coming up to Nussle, he basically booked it from where he was perched on the sofa, down underneath, and Patron is in the other room, and I go, I say, I say, I say, winter is coming. Patron loses it. <laughs> So whenever we pull out the blanket, yeah, yeah. that's what we say now. Because he darts for it. And then what about uh we have uh uh not we have Casablanca mm -hmm. who is done by Sam. Yeah. Uh, and I I like the I like that, but I was like Okay. And then we have, not going to lie, my favorite one is The Matrix. <laughs> with Grady? Absolutely. Oh, yes! Grady kicking with ass. Speedy, Fuck with, yes! With Speedy Gonzalez. Which, That's Theo. Can I say how much I love this Speedy Gonzalez revival? Because I'm pretty sure Speedy Gonzalez has been, big air quotes, canceled for the last few years because people were too afraid to offend any stereotypes. But I think that they found a way... To revive I'll, this character, I'll, in a way I'll, I'll that confirm. Was, I'll confirm with Patron. Yeah, I'll confirm with Patron. Is is it like they, I'll confirm? They found a way to bring this character back and make it okay, make I'll, it not as offensive. I'll confirm. Right? I don't know if it was offensive. It probably was. I'm white, so I can't speak to that. I know. But I will ask my wife. Okay, my, my wife. <laughs> Esposa. <laughs> Esposa. <laughs> Stay on target. Esposa. Stay on target. Or Chef Miyagi. I'll ask either. I feel like I can answer ask Chef Miyagi because he's lived a little bit longer than Patron, so he'd probably have a little bit better, you know, relation if it, uh, you know, but whatever, that's fine. Uh, Matrix. Also, if I'm totally wrong, you can always tweet at me, cinemagems underscore pod or the Robert 2010. Always anyway. be plugging. Yeah. And 
So we get Casablanca. We get. I'm trying to not focus on the always be plug in part. Sorry. Casablanca, <laughs> uh, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Then we have The Matrix. Yes. Then we have Mad Max. Yes, with Roadrunner, Ed Wiley Coyote. Oh, he makes yeah. the most sense. I love that he's like. He's one of the crow boys. <laughs> I love yeah. that he holds his sign up. Witness me. Witness. Yeah, and then you have bad. also the bad guy in that the, makes all me the leather. To watch Mad Max Fury Road again. Which, <laughs> God damn it, Space Jam New Legacy, your plugging worked. I hate it. Uh, and then we... Look, you bet your ass I'm going to make the most of my month-long subscription to HBO Max before I cancel it and go back to Disney+. Plus. Uh, and then we go to a DC World, which has Daffy and Porky Pig. Yes. But they go to a completely different world to go to Theraskirma to get... Try that one more time. That's it. Thema there we go. Scara. The think, mascara. Yeah, think. Oh shit! It's the mascara. Really? Oh my god. You were not today's years old. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the best part is for Trevor to never know because she never listens to the podcast. Because <laughs> she she only listens this. to it here, like because I'll play it when I'm editing it. That's the only way she'll hear it. You you have to tell her. About but I'll wait till she I'll wait till she gets back though. <laughs> all right, all right. So we get we get we go to the mascara. Yep. We go to the mascara and Lola Bunny is. But going but my thing is, why was it on DC World? What What do you mean? What why was? wasn't the mascara on DC World? It's its own world. The, the mascara is the the Isle of Amazons, which is. Shrouded, hidden, nobody knows where it is. But isn't it a part of the DC universe? Sure. It is, but it's also part of other universes too, because it could have been in a weird gray area. Because I also thought it was weird that we didn't get to see them go to that planet, quote unquote planet. Well, they zoomed by it. Yeah, well, I don't know. And then what's the other world that we go to? Sorry, I just felt it was really out of place, but... I will, I mean, technically, it's nobody can track it, nobody knows where it is. If you leave it, you can't come back to it. Apparently Bugs Bunny can. Apparently, Bugs Bunny. He's, he's, yeah. Um, and also, by the way, Patron was really upset that Lola Bunny was not feminized and she was not bustly. She was cut down, and I was like, well, I was like, well, yeah, because not to make her a sex a sex symbol. She was very upset at that. One, the internet can always take care yes. of that. If oh, you yeah. want that, the internet has that just for you. Turn your Google Save search off and just. Go nuts. Okay, that, that will you always do live exist. Dangerously. I think the big key point that I really want to highlight here is not the amount of flack that the animators got for whatever decisions the producers had made for character designs, mm. but rather the amount of flack that Zendaya got for yes. just being cast as yes. Lola Bunny. It's like... When listening to it, I didn't hear... Zendaya once I heard Lola Bunny based off of the old cartoons based off of the first (laughs) Faith's Jam I didn't hear Zendaya and I want to give her credit she did an amazing job she's not just a triple threat now y'all she's a quadruple threat she She can can act act. she can sing she can dance and now she she can can voice act act. y'all she come in is she gonna get an EGOT I'm just go for it I hope so I'm just mad that uh, Zendaya wasn't allowed... I'm mad that the character Lola Bunny wasn't allowed to do more in this movie. I understand that the movie was already running really long. Uh, they padded this so much with so much, so many HBO Max and, and DC and Warner Brothers ads that they didn't have enough time, in my opinion, for the character development. And I really wish Lola Bunny and Zendaya would have had more screen time in this. Yeah. Uh, and then we also get Rick and Rick and Morty. We get a little bit of Rick and Morty throwing Taz. Yeah, throwing Taz. <laughs> hey, we did some s- experiments on your badger. Bye, <laughs> dum-dums! I was okay with it. I yeah. like the little... I was little like, uh, uh... No, because when I was watching... Because we watched this virtually with uh, me and Patron with uh, Mr. and Mrs. Futhark. Yeah. And 
me and me and Mr. Futhark the entire time were like sitting on the edge of our seats going, oh my god, what is literally the best part of the movie's entire sequence? And then I didn't care anymore. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> it's like I don't care. It's like what's whatever. I I just realized in my own head, wait a minute, that's right, because HBO does have Adult Swim and technically yep. Cartoon Network. Yep. Oh, wait a minute, that's right. HBO canceled Infinity Train. Yep. Oh, that's right. Bring back Infinity Train. Hashtag bring back Infinity Train. <laughs> Bruh, it's been trending. Like, it got number one when it was the anniversary just last week. It was trending again. Like, HBO, what the fuck are you? You don't know what you're sleeping on. This so is also the company that merged with AOL. And had a horrible merger in the early 2000s and then had to go back and unmerge their Can't shit. Can't be yep. any worse than Comcast <laughs> regretting buying AT&T. <laughs> but AT&T is now owned by... Yeah, because they regretted buying AT&T. So, like, that... Oh, oof. So I get what you mean when you say that. This is the coolest part of the movie, yep. and after this, it's just hard to care. Well, no, for it's... me, it was hard to care after this part because... All of these cool, amazing cameos, the Justice League showing up, uh, Lola Bunny being on Themyscira being trained by the Amazonians. This is awesome. It is soured a little bit when you realize that it's all just a blatant plug for HBO Max. It's just a showing off of all the cool things they have. So I'm, throughout this whole sequence, teetering between this is really cool and this is so obviously an ad. But this is also really cool. But this is like it's that's that's the mental dilemma that this part pushed me through. Why do you think Rick went by Dum Dums? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I I did love being able to see all of these characters interact. That being said, they try to do it again before the final, before the big match, the big game, uh, and it's it's their Ready Player One moment. Yep. Now before we get there, we do um, the fundamentals. Right. He's coaching his players on the All in 2D animation. All in 2D. And I love this part, but he's also... This is more LeBron's character missing the point. Yep. And I'm saying LeBron's character because I would like to think that actual real-life LeBron James is not quite this tunnel vision. That he would be able to coach different players with different styles and help them learn. He's one of the best basketball players in the world for a reason, and I'm hoping that the best basketball player in the world would not be this close-minded and How else rough. can you lead a team? How else can you exactly. help and do teamwork? But LeBron's character in this movie is very much tunnel vision, focused on the goal, ignoring everyone's needs. Uh, ignoring what people really want around him. Because Bugs Bunny says it, hey, we're tunes, let us do what we do best. Yeah. And he's like, no, we're going to play the fundamentals of basketball because we're going to beat him in a game of basketball. Well, Meanwhile, this is all going Oh, yeah. I like how you knew exactly what was, what was going on. This so is one of the co-hosts. So basically, Algae Rhythm takes Dom and he's like, look, you have all this to do whatever you want. Um, and Dom is showing the AI. He's how to, teaching the AI how different How to take code. facial recognition and zap people into a game. This is, again, point number two on this was... Probably a I documentary. I didn't know this is, was a this was a two, a multi point. Point number two on bit. this is probably a documentary. And that's why you just got to keep that tinfoil hat right next to you on your on your desk or wherever you're listening, just in case. It's right there. They yep. they invented the program that got too smart. And how did it get too smart? One of the programmers was being really dumb and showing the AI all this cool shit. And the AI was tricking the programmer into, hey, teach me how to do this thing. Oh, oh shit, I can do that? Oh, I'm going to do all this and going nuts. Yes. And then basically finds out that there are five basketball players that were in, like, like I uh, think, uh, like the one All-Star of them is Games. Anthony, one of them is... Oh, uh, the local New Orleanian? Yes, one of them was a former Pelican, now Trader, uh, Laker, um, Anthony Davis. Mm -hmm. And then you got Sue B, which is... Uh, WNBA player, I believe she yes. was just in the Olympics. I'm, I'm sorry, Sue Bird. That. Um, oh, she totally was just in the Olympics. And then you have Clay Thompson. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but isn't Sue Bird? Wasn't she like a snake? Yes. Okay. And somebody else was a spider. And yeah. Wet fire. That's dumb. Yeah. Really, Diana really, Ter really dumb. Diana Teresa. Yeah. Some, uh, some of the best current players in the NFL. Damian Lillard. And they were just like, hey, yeah. 
I do like the sequence where the son shows up to a basketball game and is just like, yo, can I get your likeness in this game that I'm making? And these basketball players are like, fuck yeah, I'm going to do some moves and shit that you can just scan into your game. <laughs> so so he finds out he builds the game for that to use his characters. So we get the the goon squad or the aliens? Yes, the goon squad. The aliens, uh, which later they do come back in cameo. So while that's going on, we're doing all the cool, like, 20 30 minutes of amazingness of this movie and then basically the clock's about to go down and algae rhythm shows up and takes away the best part of the movie and puts them in three yep. fucking deep oh do you want to talk about your favorite line in this part that being said yes it was heartbreaking to see this go from 2d animation to 3. gossamer looks crazy and scary there as was, fuck at the same time there was Hold a certain on. line where we had to pause it and rewind because, because i was audibly cackling not laughing not giggling not nose exhaling okay cackling yep can't confirm it's scary when a computer cackles at you daffy mm -hmm. turning 3d and the First thing he says is... I look expensive! Because he fucking is compared to 2D! Yeah? <laughs> I lost it! I like that he's the coach. Well, no shit, he's yeah. the coach! <laughs> he can't oh, play for shit. No! Last time they played basketball against... Last time they played a rigged game of basketball... He got destroyed. So no shit he's going to be the coach. He likes this telling time. people what to do. He's the one in charge. No shit he's the coach. Uh now, here's Daffy where we get is the Miss Piggy. Here's where we get to the part of the movie oh, where he can essentially play the same drinking game for both the first and second movie. Here's the drinking game. Take a shot every time someone who literally just cheated less than 5 minutes ago screams, "That's cheating." Yep. You will get destroyed. So so <laughs> while this is going on, they have this Apparently they're on tumoral because they don't leave. And they put a barrier around the court that they're going to do. And not even like, literally, there's no place to be out of bounds, I don't think. I don't think there's any place to be out of bounds. Yeah, it looks like arena football, essentially. So basically, half of the court is all of Algae Rhythm's content, which is basically Pennywise, Harry Potter. Anything Warner Brothers related, you see a like character this, in the this background. Is, this is their huge... Yeah, at least three different versions of the Penguin, at least two different versions of Mr. Freeze, at least four different versions of Batman, Superman, and all the Justice Leaguers. Right. They are breaking out literally everything they have in the biggest all-substance... All, oh, sorry, all-style, no-substance, Ready Player One, Assemble the Troops moment they possibly Why can. did Voldemort have a nose? I don't know, but it was weird. <laughs> and I then also the, did not like that. And then the other half is all the people that Algorithm scanned when they got the notification yes. and looked at it. Uh, yes. And if LeBron James loses, they all have to stay... They all get the, sucked. They all, they all stay here. Sorry. They all get sucked into the game. Yeah. And then the other half, if he wins, then he has to let them go. No, no, yeah. scot free. Yeah. And it's like, okay. I'm surprised he didn't break out a terms of service chat yeah. here. Click. Yeah, like, why are we all here? Why are we stuck here? You agreed to this. Flips around a document. You agreed to this in the terms of service. Zooms in a hundred times. I'm pitching something that should have been in the movie. Huh. Writers pay me. Like, so, what? come on. So while so while that's going on. Uh, I love the when when they're in the real the real world that his manager goes and talks to the security guard and he looks like I'm not I'm not LeBron James security that's you on his job while cards are passing by yes. and I'm like what did you go to did you go to security school for six months did you Pro proving the theory that in Los Angeles everyone just fails upwards yep um. Uh, sorry, that's just a point that I remembered and I had to bring up and talk about. <laughs> it's a good point. It's a fair point. Um, but. The game. Yeah, the game. Which you just lost. So, I'm so sorry. So basically they have the game and they showed their winning. And we see the little Toon Squad. Yes. Uh, which I thought that was a nice little. You mean the Monstars. That's yeah, the, the Toon Squad is the Looney Tunes, the Monstars. It's, uh, you can tell that I haven't seen that movie enough. I like the other one a lot more. Oh yeah, live at uh, Looney Tunes back in action. Uh, with we Brian gotta do Fraser. that at some point because I don't think I've ever actually seen it all. The it's way really through. good. It's really good. I, yeah. uh, so, uh, well, before we go any further, they have the part where 
They're winning at the the evil people are winning all of Algie Rhythm's movies. Yes, the Goon Squad. And they're, then, they're exploiting everything within they're exploiting the coding of the game. Because they have special out, moves. All their special moves. And this is the game that the son made, which as he says is basketball but better. You can earn style points. You can huh. score way more than two or three points at a time by doing absurd things. And we get to Wildy Coyote, who won the fucking game. For the cartoons. He oh, won yeah, the game. Great. He literally won the game. He copied himself with a bunch of basketballs. And just attacked the goal. Because I had to mention that because Patron was like, are you going to mention the best part? I was like, he's won the game. If it wasn't for him, they wouldn't have won the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that, that was I'm sorry. Question. That's all I wanted to mention. You guys can talk about whatever you want to talk about. I just want to mention. So, so basically, this is you advocating for Wiley Coyote to be the MVP player of the game. Sure. Okay. Now, this game is also, in my opinion, the clear illustration of the difference between one moment being written by a bunch of actual writers and the next moment being written and kind of shoehorned into the script via sticky note with red ink uh, by the studio execs. And the clear studio exec sticky note here is uh, the wrapping. That's just really bad. It's just really, really, really fucking bad. Like uh, When it came up, I was like, what? But it, it's weird, because literally less than 30 seconds later, they're doing something that's awesome and original, and I'm just like, hell yeah, I'm back into it, let's go! But I keep thinking about the awful rapping. It's, no, Porky Pig should not be rapping. This is just... You don't like, you the don't like Notorious P.I.G.? I... First off, no. <laughs> that is not his name. That is his name. You know what's really sad? His name is Notorious Biggie Smalls. He, 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 no, nobody, no child that that is targeted through this TikToking and, and dancing yes. and everything and all of that. Any, any of that. Marketing towards the kids, you know, getting them to go see the movie. It's going to miss them completely. Because none of them know Notorious B.I.G. I mean, they could, depending on if their parents allow them to listen to their music or not. And I, 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 it's just, that, what gets me there is that's not even trying to be, like, a, a modern, like, catering to the kids. That's, like, a nostalgia jab. Yeah. And that's, that's what gets me. That's not being catered to the kids. That's it's, not, like, adding to the storyline. It's not giving any more character development. It's, it is just there yeah. for you to realize that, oh, yeah, they are marketing not just to kids, but to the nostalgia grabs as well. Yep. That's well, it. it. That's, th- this is, it's this an adult joke. They're unironically relying on AI and data mining to... The cringiest parts of this movie are the parts where... It is clearly a bunch of old, out-of-touch white guys going, We know what the people want! And doing something really fucking cringy. Like this. Like the notorious P.I.G. It's just real bad. So you don't like the rap? No. No, that took me way out of the movie. That took several You want to talk about the music while we're talking about the rap music in general? Some of the music in this movie is really good. However, when it comes to the, I'm going to call it, attempt at a trap remix of the Looney Tunes theme, I have heard better trap remixes of other properties on SoundCloud. That's, it's really bad and out of place. There are some parts... Bikini Bottom has better trap (laughs) remixes. Yeah. And it's just like three seconds. And it's just like three seconds and it's a loop. It's It's a three second loop and it's just lack of effort. Just a big steaming pile of lack of effort. Um, that being said, the movie, uh, the, the match comes to more or less a close where uh, the Dom has enough of Algorithm's bullshit, quits that team, uh, because Algorithm is basically making the same exact mistake that uh, LeBron was making at the beginning of the movie by going, no, you have to do this. Fuck what you want. So Dom's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to my dad's team because you're a dick. Um, so they win. Um, they win by, uh, I think two points. Well, and they realize we're going to break the game. Now that algae rhythm is, is fully exploiting. And this is what I mean by like, take a shot. Every time someone who just 
cheated less than 30 seconds ago goes, they're cheating! Uh, yeah, that happens a lot in the last few minutes of this movie when Algy Rhythm takes over, breaks the game, and then when uh, they realize, oh, this maneuver that broke your V1 of this game can break the game again, goes, that's cheating! Uh, and they yeah. get Bugs Bunny to do it because he's a cartoon character yes. and can't be deleted. And again, go like the, the tone changes in this movie, but like going from rapping Porky Pig to self-sacrificing, purely selfless <laughs> Bugs Bunny is so jarring. I wanted to be more emotionally invested in this, but I was still stuck on Porky Pig rapping. I just. Movie, what do you want from me besides to subscribe to HBO Max, which I already fucking have? Like, what do you want from me? And then, uh, in the real world, they're back in the real world. I think it's a couple weeks later. Uh, LeBron James tapes him, uh, takes uh, Dom to what he thinks is basketball camp, but it is a video game yes. th- thing. And I love it's how. Three. Which is an outdated reference. Yeah, e- which e- three which, is dying. Which my thing is, did LeBron make him take the wrecked backpack, or did he all have all his basketball stuff and switch it in the car? Like, does he have a bag full of basketball stuff or his bag full of video game stuff? I don't think it matters because at the end of the movie, after he drops off his son, he sees Bugs Bunny, which tells me they're still in the simulation. <laughs> they never left. Think about it. Think about it. This makes the most sense. Why would Algy Rhythm... And, and that's why you need the tin to foil right next to you. Why would an evil AI willingly shut itself down and let everyone out of the simulation where it has contractually obligated all these people? No, you're staying in my simulation. I don't care if I lost. See, so do you want to know something about a third Space Jam movie? Go for it. That it could possibly involve The Rock and battling... Uh, making the environment be- a better place to live. You mean Captain Planet? Yep. I'm okay with that, personally. <laughs> I would love to see the rock. First off, why... If they knew they were going to do Captain Planet, why didn't they save Don Cheadle? He would be perfect. He, he already is a perfect Captain Planet. Have you not seen the old YouTube video? Oh, I fucking love those videos. Love that shit. Um, anyway, that's... Uh, Space Jam. That's Two. Space Jam, a new legacy. Colon, new legacy. Um, Gladys, do you happen to have any numbers for us? I know it's going to be hard to find numbers for a movie that is still in theaters and still on HBO Max, but I, I heard. Can you, you even get the HBO the Max numbers? One, right? With streaming accounts, they're never going to tell you how much they actually yeah. have. They, they, they don't release that publicly. They're not going to tell you. Netflix, Disney Plus, they don't release those numbers publicly until maybe way after. However, I thought it would be fun. If we perhaps played with the numbers of the first one. Okay. From 1996. Because as we all know, this movie was a cash grab, but I don't think you guys realize why it was so much of a cash grab. Why was it so much of a cash grab? Well, because the original Space Jam in 1996 had a budget of $80 million. $80 million. Okay. Okay? That's that's a pretty big sum. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It made a lot of that money back. Oh, you bet your ass it did. Who wants to start the bidding first, boys? Uh, the budget of eighty million, you said. Budget of eighty million. Are we doing total gross? Uh, go. We're gonna now. I can't tell you total gross because I was actually able to figure out home video sales in this. I got that number in here. I'm gonna guess that it it uh, at least made double its budget. Oh yeah. Oh, it absolutely so, made double so its budget. So above 160 million. Yeah. 212. Okay, we're getting closer with the 200. Uh, 400. Nice. Too high. Too 256. High. All right, I'm gonna have to stop the admiral right there, because worldwide total was 250 million dollars. U.S. was 90.5 million. Uh, elsewhere was 159 million. In 1997, it was released in China and made 3.72 million, which means for the overall full total, including home video sales, home video sales from 1997 to 2021. Let's just play with that number real quick. Okay. 
Still guessing in the millions. We only play with millions here. Uh, hundred and I mean, sorry, three hundred and twenty-five. Three hundred and twenty-five million on video sales. Oh video no, video I meant in general. Oh no, 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 no! I'm I'm, I'm asking is just for the home video. This is VHS DVD laser disc starting from <laughs> wow. yes, oh, wow. starting okay. from nineteen ninety-seven to two thousand and twenty. Shut up! You one. own a la- you own at least one laser disc. Yes, it's the Muppet <laughs> movie. I just. I I didn't know Space Jam was released on Laserdisc. The admiral, the admirable admiral, is one of those nerds that owns probably owns a Laserdisc. I don't know. I don't have a way to play it, but I do own it. Anyway, numbers. One point three million. No higher. Five million. Slightly higher. Seven point two million. Slightly lower. Six point nine million. 6.5 from home oh. video. 6.5 million from home video. I'm okay so- with 6.9. Oh, oh, that's, <laughs> that's why I did that. Overall gross for this movie from 1996, 260.48 million dollars. That is 325% back. So I won. Without going over. Correct. Yeah. Maybe Do you want to know how much they made from merchandising? And this merchandise includes Air Jordans, shirts, Happy Meals, the Includes jerseys, Air gowns, Jordans? Includes yes. the Air Jordans, the shirts, the Happy Meals, the jerseys, the gowns, the pinballs, the video games, yep. the I, playing you, you cards. You can do this. I have to go use the bathroom. This is going to go up into the billions. That's fine. Oh, we're in the billions. We're guessing in the billions. Keep it going. Keep it going. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off the bidding right now as... Thirty-six billion dollars in 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 merchandise. Yeah, thirty-six billion. Thirty-six billion. Unfortunately, that that is. All right. Is I'm gonna go use the bathroom. Y'all go ahead and keep talking. Is that lower high? That is way high. Uh, okay. I'm gonna guess again. Six point nine million. It's dangerously close. It's just right at six billion. Oh, billion. Okay. B- billion. Oh, billion. Wow. Sorry, I was in the millions for some reason. Oh, no, 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 so no, 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 no. Billion with a B. Billion oh, in wow. merchandising. Yeah, so I don't doubt that this movie, uh, Space Jam A New Legacy, is also going to just destroy with merchandising. Well, it just, it, it makes, all right. The reason the first movie was made to begin with was because... To settle a gambling debt that uh, Michael Jordan and his dad had accumulated? He needed money. Yeah. He needed money. Yeah, he it needed money it, real so, so that's why you had all the blatant advertising. That's why you had the McDonald's. That's why you had the shoes. That's why you had the toys. That's why he needed the money. For this one... They didn't need the money. Nobody needed the money. They looked at that $6 billion and said, huh... I wonder if we can do that again. Six billion? Billion. Billion with a B. Billion. For the first one. Anyway, something we forgot to do. Uh, in case y'all I washed forgot, my hands. I know. I never doubted that. You're fine. You're fine. Uh, here on Cinema Gems, we have a rating system. Whole gem, great movie. Half gem, okay movie. No gem, eh, don't even bother. Uh, GLaDOS, you want to go first with your, your gem rating on Space Jam A New Legacy? I'll, I'll go with it, but I... I it, one cubic zirconium. Because it's not a real gem. So, sorry. But that's that's that. I, I'm going to go with a holographic half gem. I'm going with a half gem, but you got to be inebriated to get to the bottom of the barrel. I, I agree. It's It's got really fun moments. But even the most fun moments of this movie are bogged down with subtext of give us your money, give us your money, give us your money, give us your money. It's just all so, oh God. So, uh, I don't mean to take this away from it, but apparently they've named the next uh, Jeopardy host. Oh? Uh, there's is, gonna guest, be, is this guest breaking host? cinema gem news? Yeah. Guest host or permanent no, host? No, per, uh, there are two hosts. I don't know. They probably do every other week or every we, other we month. We gotta do the news thing real quick. We gotta do the... Oh uh, my god. Yes! One, two, three, four. News! 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 Wow, it's been a while since we did that. I was like, wait, what part do I do? 
The part you've always done since before I was on the show. So, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher uh, the, this uh, this actor's name, but apparently also the executive producer of the uh, the show, Mike Richards. But my um. Maya Bialik, uh, yeah. Amy, Aaron, oh. Amy Farrah Fowler. Oh, and, uh, oh. I picked her. Why? Hey, I want LeBar Burton. That's who I, I want. Do love LeBar. Now, is she going to be permanent? Or it says her and the executive producer are permanent hosts of Jeopardy. Good for her. She's I think actually, that's she fabulous. Was one of the... She is such a wonderful one. I mean, y'all like. She's one of the reasons the Big Bang Theory lasted as long as it did because they needed a voice of an actual like phd carrying scientist to keep that show going and she I'm cares not it was so good, much but... about her fans and yes. their education she is really a huge voice for a lot of, of young girls and women in the steam and industry just just in any mathematics scientific technical or, or, or artistic um, yeah anything she Which, just is to a clarify, huge that's why we say STEAM. It's not necessarily just STEM anymore because the arts are included in those essential educations, the, those essential... Because uh, you uh, can't have new inventions without creativity. You yep, can't right. have new developments without innovations. You right. can't have these incredible breakthroughs without recognizing and establishing that it comes from a place of art. And yeah, it's Steam. Fully support Steam. So y'all heard it here first. I, I mean, I don't know if you heard it here. It was from NPR. But we did say it first. So, <laughs> I mean, I just want to live our. I'm I... sure he'll be back. I'm sure he'll be back. I'm also sure that he is enjoying retirement. I'm sure he is enjoying all the other millions of other projects he's in, including probably being Jordy LaForge again in but, Picard. But the power is yours. Picard, but I know. Look, I love LeVar Burton for the week that he did Jeopardy. I'm going to go back and rewatch those episodes. He was a phenomenal host. I hope we see more of him. I am also very proud and excited for Mayan Bialik. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. As long as you understand. I understand completely. And I I hope he comes back for more. But I understand. Like maybe even college. Like college. Hell yeah. College week. College week or the kids week. I love for him to be the, the, the host of the Jeopardy Junior. That would be great. Whenever they do that again. Um, I actually read uh, Alec Trebek's memoir uh, right after he passed. And it was, he even said that uh, he, he picked people that he would want to replace him. And LeVar Burton was one of the ones. Absolutely. The main, the grand champion, whatever the guy's name is. Yeah. He, he was he, up there. Yeah, but he has. Ken. Ken, Ken has stated himself. He goes, I do not want to do this. Yeah. I do yeah. not want to do this. Are, the shoes are too big for me to fill. Yeah. LeVar Burton was great for the short time he did it and i hope he comes back because he is maybe such he's a, a good guest host i hope so i absolutely hope so because he is such a massive champion for education for literacy for reading his foundation the re- reading is fundamental the reading is, rainbow the reading rainbow that's the, there's an offshoot of reading rainbow and is he's he's such a huge champion for education and literacy he deserves to come back when he wants to. Okay, that's fine. He could be working on other projects. There could have been contracts. He could be focusing conflicts. on his family, enjoying retirement. Let Kunta Kinte rest. I don't want to laugh, but I do. <laughs> I'm trying not to. Sorry. I'm trying not to laugh. No, I don't laugh. You laughed. You, you broke. Bitch. You broke. You laughed. You son of a bitch. Anyway. Uh, that's it for us today. Yes. Uh, thank you, Martin the Arrogant Zerber, for letting us use your website, lowrainpictures.com. Also, Kevin George, thank you for letting us use your music. And also, guys, there is a very special day that we're recording today, and it is Danny Nicholas's birthday. Yes, congratulations. Happy birthday, Danny Nicholas. But also, Eric Prawling. can't see it, but we're giving you rounds of applause. Eric Prawling is hunting down Danny Nicholas because he's still looking for that art that he's been talking about for years about making. Sir, it's an old poll from, from way back in the show. As always, if you have any comments, concern, criticism, question, recipes, recipes. you can send them to cinemagems15 at gmail.com. Yes. You can send them to cinemagems underscore pod on Twitter. You can also send them to me on Twitter, the Robear2010, Instagram, the Robear MMX, the Admiral at uh, Holland Sci Fi on Twitter and Instagram, and also Cinemagems Pod 
on on the Instagram for the thing. Um, and yes, we haven't had uh, we haven't had internet at the video store in over a week. Right, that's why we've been into that at the annex. But for a little we bit. have it, so now I can read all the emails because I think I'm gonna be a host on a podcast that I haven't been in touch with in a couple weeks. So I hope they haven't forgot about me. Okay. I did tell them I was having issues with a lot of stuff, so I have to go back and read that email. But um, I am excited to do that because that will be awesome to actually be and collaborate because it's art collaboration. Yeah. Hell yeah! That's uh, awesome. But yeah. So uh, thank you guys for listening, and also thank you for listening for 305 episodes, because I know there's one of you, one of you guys that's been out there. One. It's me. Uh, To all our (laughs) Swapper Jacks friends and our amazing family members and friends who listen to this and support the show and give us feedback and ideas, we love you guys. Please continue to be kind to yourself so you can be kind to others. Please wear your mask. Get vaccinated if you can. If you can't, please stay the fuck home. Please take care of yourself so you can take care of others. We love you guys. Be safe. Also, guys, and also wipe your hose and see you later. But always, black lives always always matter, guys. See ya. Bye.